0: Hello, and welcome to the weekly sermon podcast of Harvest Church here in Elk Grove. We're excited to have you join us as we share God's message of hope and love. Each week, we bring you a new message from our pastors and guest speakers designed to inspire, uplift your spirits, and challenge you. Whether you're listening on your commute, at home, or on a walk, we hope these messages will bring you closer to God and help you on your faith journey. So without further ado, let's listen in.
1: read this to you from Mark chapter 2 and verse 22. Thank you, Pastor Nelson. God bless you. You give uh, Pastor Nelson, the worship team, a hand clap. The presence of God. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Amen. Mark two twenty-two says this, and no one pours new wine into old wineskins. Everyone say that with me. No one pours new wine into old wineskins. Amen. Otherwise, the wine will burst the skins and both the wine and the wine skins will be ruined. No, they pour new wine into new wine skins. Amen. God desires to pour new wine into new wine skins. But we must be willing to embrace who God is, not who we're trying to make him to be. The problem with ancient Israel is God declared himself to be the great I am to Moses and to the Israelites, but then when they got into the promised land or even into the wilderness, they started trying to shape and mold God into what they wanted to be to their convenience. But when we deal with God, we can't shape God into who we want him to be and our likes and preferences, but we must seek first the kingdom of God, acknowledge God for who he is, and and allow him to transform us and change us and let go of our personal agendas and programs and allow God to pour his blessings upon our lives, our family, our church, and our region. Amen? God wants to do a new thing, but part of God doing the new thing is us embracing a new wineskin. skin. Now, here in the month of August, this is the eighth month of the year, and the the number eight in the Bible is the number of new beginnings, amen? praise God. So God is doing something new and we must embrace new wineskins to embrace the new wine that God's pouring out. Israel was stuck in the law of Moses and Jesus came to introduce the kingdom of God and he was telling them that old wineskins cannot receive the new wine of the gospel but there needed to be the kingdom of God. There needed to be a revelation and understanding of the kingdom of God and what Jesus Christ came to do so that they could receive what he wanted to pour out on the nation. Unfortunately, Israel did not have eyes to see, ears to hear, or the heart to perceive what Jesus Christ was doing in their day and age, and they missed it. And as a result, for 2,000 years, they went to a place where they were subjugated to other nations until God restored them in the 1940s. Thank God for restoration. But let me tell you this, we don't have to learn through our own mistakes, but we can learn through the mistakes of others so that we avoid the mishaps of life because we allow God to do what he desires to do in our lives. Can I get a good amen? amen? Amen. So why is it necessary that we have new wine skins? Why is it necessary? I want to read this to you from Christianity today. It says, The Lord Jesus said that old wineskins will burst when new wine is poured into them. This means that old mindsets, even if based on godly principles, still won't be able to handle new and creative ideas fresh out of the revelation from God's Word. Amen? Old mindsets mindsets cannot receive fresh revelation out of God's word because it's stuck in what was instead of being able to embrace what God is saying in the now and how God desires to move. This is what happened to the Pharisees in the days of Jesus. The Pharisees were religious leaders in his time and they would read and study God's law and they taught it to the people. However, when Jesus came with a new wineskin, which was the kingdom of God, and the new wine, which is the gospel, the teachings of the kingdom, they were the ones who found Jesus' teachings absurd, offensive, even unbelievable. They could not embrace what Jesus was saying because they were stuck on what was and didn't see how it translated into the now. But that's why they needed a new wineskin mentality. That's the reason why Nicodemus went to Jesus at nighttime because he recognized that there was a need for a new wine skin, but he didn't understand what the wine skin was comprised of. So he began asking Jesus. He said, What does it mean to be born again? What about this and what about that? And Jesus began to explain to him: this is the new wine skin you need to embrace because I am pouring. Out a new wine, and the people, just like the disciples of the twelve, they embraced it. And God used people who were of who were very insignificant in the mighty way because they received what He was doing by faith, not by religious tradition. Religious tradition does not have the power to transform lives, but when we walk by faith and receive the word of God by faith, it has trans- transformational power. Amen. So why does God want us to drink the new wine? I want to give you two a couple of principles of why God desires for us to drink the new wine. And once again, as I said last week, this is a disclaimer. Don't go out to the vineyards around town talking about pastor was saying I need to drink some new. No, I was not talking about California vineyards. I'm talking about spiritual wine. All right. All right. I don't see y'all turned up. (laughs) See your cars parked out of the vineyard or not. Uh Uh-uh. So I want to give you I want to give you a a, a a comparison of what embracing the new wine is like and unto from some scriptures throughout the Bible. So number one, why does God want us to drink the new wine? Because new wine is refreshing. Say, new wine is refreshing. Second Samuel 16, 1 and two says this. It says. And when David had gone a little beyond the summit of, Mount, of the Mount of al the servant of Mephibosheth was waiting there for him. And he had two donkeys loaded with 200 loaves of bread, 100 clusters of raisin, 100 bunches of summer fruit, and a wineskin full of wine. What are these for? The king asked Zeba. and Ziba replied, the donkeys are for the king's people to ride on the bread and the summer fruit, or for the young men to eat. And last part, the wine is for those who have become exhausted in the wilderness. God wants us to embrace the new wine of God because there's an element of divine refreshing when we begin to embrace the new wine of the word of God, amen? Psalm 23, three says this, he restores my soul and he leads me into paths of righteousness for his name's sake. David understood his relationship with the good shepherd would restore his soul soul in Psalm 23, just as the wine would restore the exhaustion of David's men in the wilderness in 2 Samuel. When we begin to embrace the presence of God, when we allow God to restore our souls, it has the power to transform and restore us. God wants to get us to a place where we are not exhausted in our Christianity when we're not just going through the motions, but we seek the presence of God because the presence of God is a new wine that is refreshing even as they were drinking the wine to refresh them from their, willed, from their weariness in the wilderness. Amen? Amen. Number two, uh, Psalm 103.5 says this. It says, Who satisfy your mouth with good things so that your youth is renewed like the eagle. God wants to renew us and refresh us the old wineskins of bitterness and unforgiveness has a way of prematurely aging us, but the new wine of a renewed mind causes us to be renewed mentally and physically by the Lord. We should pray that Lord renew my strength like the eagle. The Bible also says those who wait upon the Lord shall be renewed like an eagle. They shall mount up on wings like eagle. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not become faint. God desires to restore us, to refresh us, to remove exhaustion and give us a fresh wind so that we can continue to run this race and do what he's called us to do and what he's anointed us to do here in Northern California. Hallelujah. Old wineskins represent old mindsets that are out of sync with what God is doing. New wineskins represent new mindsets in sync with where God is. It It represents the right now, amen? One of the things is when we get stuck on what was, we miss what God is trying to do in the right now educational systems that's trying to hold on to what was. They're missing the right now opportunities of what's happening in the earth. But people who have eyes to see say, God, what are you doing right now? Now help me to embrace it and walk in it so that I can be in sync or current with how the Holy Spirit is moving and what he desires to do in my life. First Chronicles 12.32 says this, speaking of the sons of issachar it says they were men who understood the times and knew what israel should do we need to be like the sons of issachar they understood the times that they lived in but they also understood what god wanted to do through the nation my question to you is do you understand the times we are currently living in in 2023 and what god desires to do through harvest church and the body of christ here in america Amen? This is why we have to get on God's agenda because God's going to anoint his agenda, not our agenda. Oh, it's quiet in this holy place. That's why we have to get on God's agenda because God's anointing is going to rest on his agenda, not on our agenda. When we want to do our thing, then we have to gather our own strength to produce. But when we're doing the thing that God's breathing on and the new wine that he's pouring out, then he will bless the work of our hands and cause us to thrive in what we're doing because we're in sync with the rhythm of heaven. last part why does god want us to drink the new wine because the new wine brings forth healing first timothy 5:23 says this he says don't drink water only this is for those of you who don't like to drink water this is your scripture right here <laughs> he told timothy you ought to drink a little wine for the sake of your stomach because you are so often sick pastor said, I ain't not have to drink water. I'm going to go visit visit the vineyards for a few moments. In the times of the Bible, clean drinking water was not always available in North Africa and Asia and Europe. Still, the wine that used pure grapes had a medicinal effect and could calm Timothy's frequent stomach ailments. Timothy could not go to the store and buy Pepto-Bismol for his indigestion but he could consume a little wine in the same way the teachings of Jesus were like new wine that could facilitate spiritual, emotional, and physical healing for those who would drink of the word of God. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Spiritual healing. Exodus fifteen twenty six. This is God speaking to Israel. He said, if you diligently heed the voice of the Lord your God and do what is right in his sight and give ear to his commandments and keep all his statutes, he said, I will put none of the diseases on you which I brought to the Egyptians, for here's a covenant name from God, for I am the Lord who heals you. God was revealing himself as Jehovah Rapha, the Lord who heals to Israel, and he wants us to know that he is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He is Jehovah Rapha, and the new wine of Christ, the new wine of the Spirit, has the power to heal us and cause us to not live in affliction, but in divine healing and restoration. Amen. Amen. Physical healing. First Peter two twenty four says this. He says, "He who himself bore our sins," this speaking of Christ on his own body on the tree that we having died to sins might live for righteousness by whose stripes you were healed. We were healed by the stripes of Jesus Christ. They bring healing, they bring restoration and we can receive divine healing and restoration in our bodies. And the last area that the new wine brings restoration or healing is emotional healing. Amen? God not only wants to heal us physically, not only does he want to heal us spiritually, but he wants to heal and renew our minds. Amen? God does not want your mind to be tormented and harassed and abused in a place of warfare for the enemy. The enemy has had too much ground in our minds and our thought lives because we have not seen this as a place of warfare. But you must wage war against the enemy and wage wise warfare and not let the enemy bombard you with crazy thoughts. But say that the weapons of my warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. You need to pull down the stronghold of wrong thoughts. And cast down imaginations and tear down the things that the enemy has been trying to torment you with in your minds. And let me just throw this in as a bonus. And keep people from speaking crazy stuff to have your brain running and racing all week long. Amen. <laughs> Romans 12:2 says this: it says, and do not be conformed to this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is the good, acceptable, and perfect will of God. He's saying unless your mind is renewed, you do not have the capacity or the ability to know what the perfect will of God is. You have to have a renewed mind to experience the will of God because the will of God is in sync with the purposes, the plans, and the word of God. Amen? Amen. Not on our carnal desires or our corrupt communications. Sister Bucket Mouth is not trying to help you reach the will and the purposes of God. Sister Bucket Mouth is just causing confusion. Sister Bucket Mouth, stop talking to me. Ask her when is the last time Sister Bucket Mouth read the Bible. It's been five years. So she's not speaking to you about the renewed mind. She's just speaking to you about confusion, chaos, nonsense. Amen. Sister, can we do a Bible study and stop all the foolishness? Oh, no, I hadn't read the Bible in a while then. So why are you bringing that nonsense in my direction? I'm sorry, that's the church up the street. That's not Harvest, (laughs) praise God. But God wants to pour out the new wine of his spirit upon us so that we might be healed spiritually, physically, and emotionally. Worship team, you you can come forth, please. Praise God. I think that's the shortest message I've ever preached. (laughs) Amen. Thank you, Lord. God wants us to have new wineskins so that we can receive the new wine. God wants us to have new wineskins so that we can receive the new wine. God's going to pour out his spirit upon us, but the question he has for us, are we vessels ready to receive what he wants to pour out? The preparation of the vessel is our responsibility, is God's responsibility to pour out the wine. We prepare ourselves to receive what he wants to give us, and then when we are ready, then God will give it. Could it be that some prayers we're praying, God's not answering, not because he doesn't have the ability, but we've never prepared ourselves to receive the response from heaven that he's been wanting to give us? Come on. God, why aren't you answering my prayers? are like, why have you not prepared yourself to receive the answer? You can't get an answer if you don't have the new wine skin because he said very clearly that the wine skin will burst when the wine's poured in because it is not able to expand and grow out. But if you get a new wine skin mentality, then you can receive the new wine of his response and be a testimony of God's goodness to everyone around you. Come on. I'm going to get in your business for 30 seconds. Who knows that you're a Christian because your conduct reflects that Christ lived in you? Or are you an old wineskin that's so much like the world that there's no differentiation between you and them, so therefore they don't respect the God that you say you serve because they don't see a reflection of God in your life? Ooh. Mmm. Hallelujah. God wants us to be new wineskins. So he can pour out his new wine in our lives, amen? Praise God. Just bow your heads for a moment. Father, right now in the name of Jesus, God, I thank you for what you're doing and how you're moving. I thank you, Lord. You desire to do something special in this house. You desire to do something special in our lives and our families. God, but I pray that we would have a new wineskin mentality, that we would would have eyes to see what you're doing so that we can be positioned, Lord God. That's the reason why you had to go to the fishermen and the tax collectors, because the religious community, the Pharisees, could not see beyond the traditions of what they were accustomed to. But God, I believe that there's a different people in this house that calls Harvest home that says, no, we are new wineskin people, and we do have the capacity to to expand and flex with what heaven is doing and not be stuck in a rut or what was, but embracing what you're trying to do in the now and what is to come. God, I pray for your grace and your hand to be upon us. We love you, we bless you, and we thank you. In the mighty name of your son, Jesus Christ.
0: Thank you for listening to our sermon podcast. We pray that today's message has touched your heart and encouraged your spirit. We believe that the word of God has the power to transform our lives and inspire us to be better versions of ourselves. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please share it with your friends and family. And don't forget to subscribe to our channel for more inspirational messages. Until next time, may the good Lord bless you. And we look forward to seeing you at one of our weekend services and sharing with you once again next week.